All right, it's a big day. Let's get right into it. No Donnie, who is on his way to... Well, he's not on his way. He's already in Florida at the beach. Later on tonight, he's going to Hulk Hogan's restaurant. He's sending us pictures from uh, Tampa. You know, we've supported for him. We've supported Donnie throughout his whole career. I think we're his biggest backers. How does he repay us? Maybe he checked the weather in Pittsburgh. It's sunny today, but everybody knows it's cold. He sent the have a good show, fellas, and I'm thinking, wow, what a devoted producer he is. Huh. Still wishing us well. Man, then he's I actually it in our face. Yeah, then I actually see the text, which is a picture of him at the beach. He just, brought beers with him. Just rubbing it in our face completely. Thanks, Donnie. Nice of you. How are you feeling? Yeah, it was almost a solo show today. Oh, I have what do I I have a 229 show on here. It says Pony possibly out. Yeah. And there I was had a lot of planned out last night. Yeah, I don't know a, if it was food poisoning or that neurovirus that's going around. I think it was the latter. Yeah, my brother's whole family, neurovirus to the core. And here you are. I never remember the neurovirus being a thing when I was growing up, I even don't think, in my 20s. I think its branding was bad. People just called it the stomach flu, but now it's got a fancy name. It's, it's you know, clinical name, norovirus, and everyone talks about it that way. Uh, Paul Skeens is tentatively scheduled to join us now that his outing is over. We're going to get him on the show again. He joined us uh, back last year after one of his first minor league starts. So we got a little bit of a rapport with him, which is good and important because we uh, look at him as a guy that's going to be a fixture in Pittsburgh sports for a few years and is going to be one of these players uh, that leads uh, the Pirates out of the uh, struggles, out of the uh, malaise that they're in since they went on that three-year run back in 13, 14, and 15. So this game was not on TV. It wasn't on any of our affiliates. It was just on the Pirates website. I was listening to it a little bit while I was driving in here. But, Chris, you've seen the highlights. Uh, you see the box score. Hmm. What should the Pirates do with Paul Skeens? Let's start there. 412-928-9370. What should be the move here? What's the plan? I actually think that they should not slow roll it, but that there, there's a groundswell of Paul Skeen should be in the rotation day one, opening day. He should start after Mitch Keller does because he's going to be maybe their best pitcher by the end of this year, right? Then I think about the practical matter of innings pitched. He threw, I think, 120-odd innings last year, maybe right on that number, right? Pro, college, everything, maybe 130. Uh, we know that there is a correlation between a huge one-year innings jump and guys having arm problems in the major leagues. This is not just Pirates pitching prospects. This is major leagues wide. If you're the Pirates and, and you have said there's an urgency to contend, you have talked a little bit, whether people on the outside believe it or not, like you believe you can contend this year, you maybe are pointing to like a Diamondbacks-type team as evidence that you can contend, right? Right. Arizona wins 84 games. Now Arizona gets to the World Series last year. They get within three wins of winning it. I think it actually does make more sense for the Pirates to start Skeens in the minors to pitch somewhat infrequently down there, especially if they think he's close. And then to bring him up at a point in time where his natural endpoint of innings will be down the stretch in the season if they really think they can hang in there without him, that they can be a contender. Because you figure if they don't want to jack his innings pitched from year to year up too much, I saw somebody, uh, ar not arguing about this, but two people I respect going back and forth. You start him with the team in April, his season's done by like August, just on an innings count. You really believe that you can contend and you believe he can be a big part of contending. I think you have to actually like be judicious about when he comes up, how many innings he throws in the minors, and when you debut him. 
I really do think you have to split hairs here. I'd love to just, you know, get out the meathead voice and go, start them opening day, bro. But their goals seem to be we can play in the postseason maybe as soon as this year. And you'd want him pitching down the stretch. And that's not going to happen if he's an opening day member of the roster. I do think he's built different, though. I do think he's a rare guy. He's 6'6", 250. You, know, you, you draft a guy that big and that strong who's not uh, a, string bean, a string bean pitcher with a history of arm troubles because you think he's durable and he's built for the, for the workload. Uh, I also don't have any confidence that if he started the year at double A, that they would do what you're saying, which is like pitch him infrequently. I think they're going to, I think they're going to try to get him used to pitching every fifth day because he didn't do that at all at uh, college. It's not structured that way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the major league transition. Um, I do get what you're saying. Like he's probably not going to pitch 210 innings here. Like, you know, there will be a cap at some point on how many, but I would rather. I'd rather have him pitching the games when they matter in April and May. And if the Pirates are out of it by August, well, then it makes sense to shut them down anyways because what those if games in- don't matter as much. Question, what if they're in it? Partly because he pitches really well in April and May. August 1st rolls around, let's just say, for argument's sake, they're like a, two games out of the wild card. Then I think you keep it going with him. Steven, you said he's built different, right? Yep. Steven Strasburg, what do you think height weight listed at? Probably pretty similar. 6'5", 240. Yep. Pretty damn close. Built yeah. different? Still had arm problems. Well, look at Garrett Cole. He's had no arm problems. Okay. okay, Garrett Cole, a little shorter, stockier than both guys. I'm just saying if you're going to use Is he stockier? A- Cole? Yeah. What do you think Cole's listed at if we're going to have a listing, uh, you know, a height I think weight? Skeens, I heard today, Greg Brown said he list- he's listed at 235, and Wainer said closer to 250 for Skeens. Garrett Cole, height weight, 6'4", 220, a practical string bean compared to these two. Just maybe has a great pitching, mo- you know, motion. I, I just... You say built different. I'm tempted to say, yeah, that that sounds really good. And certainly if there's not plans for him to be a pirate long term, and I don't think anybody harbors any illusions that he's going to be signing a $400 million contract here long term uh, if he pitches his ass off and wins a Cy Young or two. Uh, there is the temptation to say get the absolute most out of him in these first how many ever years you're going to have him. But I, I'm I'm trying to, on their end of this, be judicious about it and say, if you think you've got enough to sort of hang around till middle May, whatever that might be, six weeks into the season, try to bring him up then and try to get the whole summer and then into September with him. And then you can maybe start messing with his, in- not messing with his innings, but being judicious. If you're in the race, you can pitch him and, and pick your spots. But I think there's going to be a groundswell and a desire that I understand on like a very basic surface level to see this guy pitch immediately. And if the team thinks they can contend, then that would end his season well before the actual season ends. And so I, and then and then I can just imagine people honestly. You say, "I oh, will just keep rolling it out there, roll the ball out there with them." Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that. And if you think people have foamed at the mouth about this team before, get ready for a whole new level of that to be revealed. I, we should text Mackie and ask him if he thinks they would do that. We should ask him. Like, if they're in the race, they brought him up early, his season by innings is over in very early August, does he think that they would just say, screw it? Yeah, no, if he thinks they would shut him down. Okay. Because you got to, if if you're saying he's going to make starts at double A and triple A, what's going on here? We've got uh, Paul Skeens confirmed now. We'll join the show right at three o'clock. Okay. So. Well, we got a loaded run here we have a loaded plate here we've got jeremy fowler at 245 skeins at three and pomp at 315 
Is that a murderer's row? Is <laughs> that's that 20, pretty good. Is that 27 Yankees? It's we getting Luf Gehrig and what, Jimmy Fox was on that that's team, pretty I good. No, because I, I, Chris, I just, I have a hard time believing that they're going to do the plan where he just hangs out in Altoona in Indianapolis and doesn't really pitch until May. I, yeah, and so I mean, those, he's going to log those innings at double A and triple no, A. And if he's going to log innings, I want them to be at the major league level. That part I agree with. I just, I think you're, you're between a rock and a hard place. Like they, they understandably, because of how expensive elite pitching is to find in free agency. And they have a guy that I think, uh, would you say that it's a fair summation? I think you feel this way. A lot of people believe he could be the best pitcher in baseball very quickly. Like that, yeah, that's the that's ceiling. Why, that's the why ceiling I here is him, I want to make one. him the number one overall pick because I, I think in three years he could be the best pitcher in the entire I honestly sport. think that the the feeling there, there would be a temptation for like, we've got to keep kid gloves on this a little bit. We've got to try to really manage the situation but very carefully. The one thing that I don't think enough Pirates fans know or don't, or don't want to pay attention to or want to ignore and act like it isn't a big deal is the service time thing. So it's pretty black and white. If a player is on the major league roster for at least 172 days of the typical 187-day season, so it's 162 games in 187 days. Mm -hmm. If a player's on the roster for at least 172, it counts as a year of service time. Mm -hmm. If they're not, if they're not, then it doesn't. So if you wait 15 days, mm-hmm. the season starts, I think, March 28th in Miami. If you just wait two weeks with Paul Skeens yep. and then call him up then, you get an extra year yep. of him. Other teams You have get done a this. freebie year. Other teams have done like, this. Like, even if you are... Didn't Chris Bryant have this happen with yes, the Yes, he did, Exactly. So even if you are the richest team in baseball, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the, the they Yankees. All do, they all do it. And guess what? They all should. I mean, I think it's a horse crap rule. But they all try to exploit but the rule. the rule's there. And as long as it's there, teams should take advantage of it. And honestly, for just what would be for him, two or three starts, like every person who does fantasy sports and is like, been in charge of some kind of roster management, even though it's not real. Mm-hmm. If I told you you're going to get a prime premier player for an extra year, and all you have to do is keep them off your team for the first two weeks of the season, every single person who's managing their fantasy team would do that. Right. So that's why I don't like when people say have them on the opening day roster. Do they not know this rule? Do they not care about it? It's an extra year I, well, of a gr- of a potentially great, great player. I think it goes back to something we've discussed before. There are a lot of people that would like to see them overpay for a player in free agency just so that they did it, and they they would almost file it under. I don't. They're just putting the best twenty five or twenty six up, but, right from day one. I understand what you're. You don't have to explain it to me. I know what you're saying is accurate, but I think people, people don't care about that. People confuse this rule with the arbitration super, super two. Rule. Yes. Yes, they're two like, different things. That's the Super 2 thing. It's to, a very complicated formula. It's complicated. It involves 22% of top the top service time, 22%. It's a moving target. It's not easy to hit. There's a You and I are literally on the same MLB.com glossary page that explains all of this. 
but it is a calculation teams have to make on the fly. It has nothing to do with what you're describing. But that's the difference between saving a couple million dollars here and there and the way you negotiate with players yes. versus having the player for an entirely for an entire extra year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the entire extra year point is way, way, way more important than the arbitration super two status thing to me. Like he should, as long as he does not look like someone that needs a lot of seasoning, and I don't think he does, mm-hmm. he should be on their team in April. And he should make, I think, if he's going to make 30 starts this year, he should make 27 or 28 of them at the major league level because he's that good. I honestly don't think, though, he's. they intend for him to make 30 starts. If I had to just guess a year where he has mm, seven, 18 to 20 to 21 starts is what they would be targeting with him.